1: Time for Caveman Corner. Presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michigan's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Live from Monterey, Mexican Bar and Grill, Caveman Corner at 96.1 WSBT, the Sports Leader. Dean Huppert left his fan club at home this week. They're not
2: all out here swarming us tonight. It's a little quiet here tonight, but (laughs) we did start elementary wrestling. I know John Young Middle School has their awards banquet, so people are out and about tonight.
1: All right. We've got uh, three guests with us tonight. Ethan Fowler, senior from the Mishawaka football team. Michael Sershan, the strength and conditioning coordinator for Mishawaka High School. And Midland Engineering Vice President of Business Development, Ken Sage. Of course, we've got sectional football coming up this Friday. Mishawak hosting Elkhart Memorial, seven o'clock kickoff, uh six forty five pregame. And we should mention from a broadcast standpoint that we're gonna be online only Friday because we've got Notre Dame men's basketball going on at the same time. So we'll have the stream at WSBTradio.com and of course the Mishawaka Network guys will uh, have the video stream up on the YouTube channel as well.
2: Yeah, you'll be able to watch the game on YouTube and then Mishawaka Network, and of course, uh, and and following you guys there. And we appreciate everything that you've done throughout the year and your communication because it's got to be tough when you've got <laughs> Notre Dame football and now Notre Dame hockey starting and Notre Dame basketball, and then and and you always make Mishawaka a priority, and we appreciate that. Well, I
1: appreciate that. I mean, and and you know that we we go to every length that we can. I know can, you do.
2: But you know what happens at this time of
1: year. I mean, you've been around sports long enough. Now the the, the calendar's flipping into November and you've got multiple sports going on. You
2: know, I, I usually know what's going on this time of year, but I think for the first Friday in my life, in october i mowed my lawn <laughs> it was it weird was, last week it was wasn't it? really crazy to have a buy and ethan fowler's here with us it must have been a little strange for the guys too because normally it's grind and grind and you got to get ready for the next week and ethan talk about that you guys had a had a week off and it was probably nice to to breathe a little bit but maybe get back to basics but at the same time uh watching those scores you're maybe thinking well, we should be playing tonight
3: yeah it was definitely interesting uh that was the first buy that um I've had in my career at Mishawaka here. Um, but, yeah, you know, we had a couple more days off. We got uh, some guys, some extra help, uh, some extra rest to get better. Uh, we had some guys banged up after week nine. But it was good for our team. We um, we worked on the the fundamentals. We didn't really focus on Memorial, our next opponent, too much. But it was good for our team.
1: Just from, a, as you said, a rest standpoint, I think it's got to be good from that perspective to kind of just sit back and everybody's bodies get to kind of recuperate. A little bit once you get into the grind of the season that really even goes back into early in the summer with conditioning and all kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, we actually got a Monday, Friday, and Saturday off, which is which was nice because <laughs> I haven't had any of those days off since, like you said, early summer. So we've been getting after. So I think it was good for our team.
2: When you think about the year that you guys had last year and the success that you had in the playoffs, you don't talk about duplicating that right now because this is our first sectional game, but having some of that confidence and that playoff experience, and even when they're talking about possible snow and 32 degrees on Friday night, do you take some of that confidence and then maybe talk to some of the younger guys about, well, this is how we need to approach it, and this is what we do at Mishawaka?
3: Of course, of course. I mean, that's that's the culture of Mishawaka. You know, we start, we want to win the NIC championship, sectional championship regionals, and so on. Um, that's just our um, our goal every each and every year. And then, like you said, like the snow and stuff, that would be awesome to play in. Like the Lowell game last year, unfortunately I was crippled at the time, so I didn't get to play. But, yeah, it would be awesome.
1: Well, and you've got an even bigger role in the offense this year. And So just how would you describe, one, the season the team has had to this point, and two, the season that you've had up to this point your senior year?
3: Uh, our season last year was... Much different. I think uh, the conference as a whole was probably better. There were some good teams. We played a lot of good teams early on that I think really helped us for the playoffs. This year we have a much younger team on offense for sure. I mean we have Donovan and like wide sellers, Ethan Sargent returning, and then everyone else is is young. But our defense is experienced, right? And they do they do a very good job. But I think our team our team this year we're. We're doing all right. A lot of people thought we weren't going to be very successful, but, you know, I mean, we always find a way.
2: To be a major contributor this year, talk about that. In, in a tight game against Marion and all of a sudden you get a big play and there's there's been times this year that last year you – you, you lean on Chris Harness. You lean on Sam Shively. But this year, you and Justin, Drew Mason, and different people at different times step up, and it, it's fun for us to watch. It's got to be fun for you guys to know that your number is going to get called.
3: Oh, yeah, it's a blast. I love seeing, like, uh, when, when we had a little play chart and it calls my number. Um, When they count on me to move the sticks in the, at the end of the game, I, I really li- I like that, like uh, the Marion game and stuff like that, or um, the Central game, they call my number in the fourth. Um, It's obviously a lot better to be playing
2: the game than spectating like last year I was, but... Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and you just got to be careful because when they call his number, he usually puts his hands up in the air and goes, yeah, all right. (laughs) I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) You got to contain your excitement. You do. Right. And and talk about maybe the difference between this year and last year and the injury that you had that, that put you on the sideline last year and just how you had to deal with that and then know that you have to put yourself in position for the future.
3: Yeah, last year, I um, started out the summer, tore my hamstring. But before that, I was playing DB and halfback. I didn't really know which side of the ball I was going to play on. And then I tore my hamstring, didn't come back to like, week two of Valparaiso. And then they ended up me to play either DB again or wide receiver. And then I ended up having to get surgery, like, the following week, like the Adams week. So, I mean, that was a, a bummer. I know I was out for the rest of the season. But uh, this year, it's a lot of fun because, you know, I actually get to – play and contribute to the team
1: instead of just spectating and sitting there. Ethan Fowler's with us, halfback, senior halfback from the Mishawaka football team, and you're kind of alluded to a couple of your touchdowns, four touchdowns you've scored this season. So there are have there been any that are maybe most memorable or stand out to you to this point?
3: Um, probably the Marion one at the end of the game. That was a good one to seal the win because we went up by two possessions. Um. The two against New Prairie were big because those were in the beginning of the game. That helped us stay in the game. Besides that, probably. How
1: how do you think after that really close loss to New Prairie, how do do you think you guys have finished down the stretch here?
3: Uh, I think we got a lot better after New Prairie. Uh, New Prairie was – we did not really play. We did not execute very well, but we played really, really hard. And I think we took that passion and we put it into playing. We went in combination with executing – I think we've done a lot better since the new prairie game so i mean that was a close game yeah could have gone either way and, and they're a really quality opponent
2: and the losses you have this year you have put yourself in position even the last game that you played is there something that you take from each of those or maybe you watch film or maybe the coaches go see that's what we've been talking about and then it, it kind of clicks and and the light bulb comes on for you yeah for sure uh, we've been
3: working on every week we work on something different we watch <laughs> film on saturday mornings and we sit in there and we just talk about everything we did wrong and <laughs> we get to work the next week.
2: How much fun is it to play for this team and, and to be a leader and to be one of those guys that people are looking at you? I mean there, there's kids who are growing up and I watch them on the sidelines and they're even out there playing when you guys go in the locker room and they're playing catch and you just know they want to be a Mishawaka football player but you are that guy.
3: Oh it's a blast. I mean i I was that little kid when I was little, and to actually be able to do it, it's so much fun. I mean, I I can't even describe how it is.
2: And some of your coaches have a little bit of fun out there, too, and to feel their energy. Talk about that, just knowing that you've got a veteran group of guys, and these guys genuinely care about you.
3: Yeah, I think we have a really good coaching staff. They're all uh, a close-knit group. They're probably, like, I have some friends that play for other teams, and their coaches don't get along and stuff like ours. And our (laughs) coaches, they're very passionate about what they do. I mean, they spend seven days a week on on Sundays when we don't come in. They're there for hours game planning, getting everything ready for the next week. They're,
1: I love our coaches. Ethan, has it kind of struck you yet that you know, you're know you a senior and now you're heading into the home stretch of your uh, high school football career? Uh,
3: not really, to be honest. I mean, we had senior night last week, but it still feels like almost like it's week one. I mean, it's it's gone by really fast.
1: What would it mean to you to be able to make another run this year like you guys made last year? Oh, it would be awesome to cement our legacy,
3: our senior class's legacy, um, back-to-back years, especially our last year in the conference.
2: When you look at this sectional, it's, it's one of the best in the state. I mean, you look at yourselves and then Elkhart Memorial, and then you've got Concord and, and Central going to fight it out over there. Um, you, on one hand, it's a tough challenge. On the other hand, you know you have to bring it every Friday night, and that's who you guys are.
3: Yeah, our sectional is pretty good. I mean, you got you got Concord, you got Central, both quality opponents that we playing. And we got to play Memorial as well this week. All all are good teams. Um, yeah, our sectional is pretty good, but we gotta we gotta bring it. We gotta bring it every week because right now is do or die time, I guess. Because sure. I mean, if we want to be continue playing,
1: I would imagine you've got to feel pretty confident because talked about New Prairie, and they were ranked number one in the state before they got knocked off by Elkhart Central. East Noble, a, another team ranked number two in the state. All this, it, it, l- the, just the high level of competition, You, Elkhart Central. Penn, of course, I would think that that's got to have you guys mentally prepared when you're going into sectionals like this, mentally and physically for that matter.
3: Yeah, I think we're ready for uh, any team we play. Uh, we've played some pretty good competition leading up to this, and we will – actually continue to keep playing that same competition i mean right. scrimmage concord and we played central That's we're gonna true. have
2: a guy on here in a little while michael surgeon who's strength and conditioning coordinator since he's come and and worked with you guys talk about that just uh, maybe how the attitude has has been adjusted and jd chase was doing a great job at that time but we feel like we have two superstars in now, uh-huh. now working with you guys
3: yeah i think um Coach Chase was doing a great job, and then with Coach Surgeon too, it kind of changed the culture, I guess, as well. Uh, we got our new weight room too, and I think um, we got a nice we got a nice little setup now, and I think we we really get after it. Um, we have morning weights now for football players uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays instead of weights class, so we're all lifting together. It's it's,
1: it's pretty nice. All right, Ethan Fowler, good luck to you uh, Friday night, and, and hopefully this season continues for several more weeks just like last year all right thank you thank you for having me all right thank you ethan fowler senior halfback with the mishawaka football team we will take a time out still to come michael Surgeon, strength and conditioning coordinator and joining us next from midland engineering our title sponsor is ken sage we've got that coming up next k-bank corner on 96.1 wsbt the sports leader Continues from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, 507 East McKinley, one WSBT, the sports leader. Thanks again to Ethan Fowler, the senior football player from the Cavemen football team, for coming out tonight. And Now, from Midland Engineering, the vice president of business development, Ken Sage. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming out. 20 years you've been at Midland now, huh? 20 years. Hard to believe. That, flies by. That's an amazingly <laughs> Long time, and of course, Midland did the work on Mishawaka High School, you? and uh, you guys do a lot of other work on on a lot of other, whether it's sports arenas, buildings, everything yes. else.
4: Sports arenas are kind of a niche for us, and. Uh We've done a number of them in the past. Uh, The first one was the United Center, and that just kind of led into a relationship with those contractors building those types of stadiums. And so we did the United Center and Miller Park, and we've been on quite a run recently of uh, re-roofing basketball arenas. So I think we have all of the major ones in the state of Indiana, Assembly Hall, uh, the Domes at Notre Dame. Uh, We did Banker's Life Fieldhouse a couple of years ago for the Pacers. And uh, currently on the Holman Center down at Indiana State. All
2: right. Talk about that out at Notre Dame. I mean, there, there's got to be times when people are maybe looking at the stadium from mm-hmm. the blimp shot, but you're going, "Hey, we did that, or we did this," and 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 it's got to be an honor to know that such a prestigious university and right in your backyard knows and respects what you guys do
4: it really is i mean we're very happy and proud to have that account and uh, have been doing work for them for many many years and obviously they've been on a spending spree lately in uh the campus crossroads project and one that we're really proud of is recently just last year we put indiana's largest green roof on the acc really so uh the flat roofs in between the domes now are all garden roofs that kind of mimic the main quad on campus so when the blimp is showing that to the nation
1: uh, it looks really nice from the air any uh, any new exciting upcoming projects that are in the works
4: yeah we have a big one right now which is the fulton county courthouse down in atlanta georgia mm-hmm. so uh, a very urban environment and kind of difficult from a uh, a staging and a logistics standpoint and uh, so that's a big one and and right now we're also re-roofing the columbus ohio convention center which you know how those convention centers are they're huge so yeah. uh, that's been a good one and obviously still taking care of all
2: of our long-term customers here in this local market as well talk about your background in sports because i know when we came in and talked to you about supporting mishawak athletics it it was easy to talk to you because you understand the game you understand how important it is and and the dynamics behind But you've got a background in sports that that you've played, you've been part of it, and and now I bet when you go into a boardroom to talk about the roofs of places and and you you get
4: it. and I have a sports marketing degree and how I ended up in roofing is another story, but (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah, sports have really been my life since I was a little kid and uh, ended up playing college baseball and and, uh, loved the team atmosphere and I think that benefits everybody in the business world as well and we've just been very impressed with the uh, Mishawaka school system and the athletic department and the Uh, the foundation that they have and uh, it's just something that we at Midland uh, we'd like to support those types of causes on a local level and everybody that's really doing good for the community.
1: Well yeah and and that's uh, I think we've appreciated you as as a partner in bringing Mishawaka uh, basketball, football and even baseball a couple times with the success that the baseball team has had but I I imagine it's got to be good for you just to to be involved like this in the community and do some of this kind of stuff?
4: Absolutely. Uh, You know, we're heavily invested with the South Bend Cubs, so we like the sports uh, environment, and we think that uh, that brings a lot of things to this community that uh, you know really just makes this community a better place, and Mishawaka is top-notch with all of that, so we like to be a part of that.
2: And it's not just putting a sign up. Talk about that with the South Bend Cubs, that you guys, when you invest, you want community service. You want pride that are going to make a difference. Correct.
4: Uh, we've, we have an award that we give away for 20 years now. Uh, it's the Paul DeGooch Community Service Award, and it goes to a, a Cubs player that goes out into the community and gives of right. themself. And it's a great way to remember Paul and uh, sacrificing his life for everybody in this community. And uh, it's it's not just about putting the name on something and getting the recognition for that. It's it's about hopefully giving back to the community and those people that really
1: uh, EMS, fire, and police uh, do a
4: thankless job for us.
1: You mentioned the challenge of the project in Atlanta. Have there have there been kind of some projects around here that maybe? were a little bit more challenging, but but came out and ended up being, you know, maybe some of the more rewarding by the time it was all said and done. Yeah,
4: the Campus Crossroads project obviously was a large project on campus, the largest the university has ever undertaken, and that project alone had 65 different roof sections on it, and uh, the logistics of a project with uh, 1,500 different craftsmen on site at one time, and trying to manage that logistically was very difficult. It's obviously all three buildings were very tall, as well so uh there was some safety issues and things like that and we were happy that we made it through that whole project there were no safety issues at all
2: i found it fascinating with dr spiker and you worked with mike faulkner when you were redoing the mishawaka roof and people have to remember that our gymnasium was built in 1924 and so to be able to make that 2019 and to make it up to date but at the same time blend and and to get that uh that must uh, you must take a lot of pride in that and to say we're going to do it right and we're also going to give you the specs that are going to last forever correct i mean we
4: are known for doing it right that's why we've been around since 1922 and and we're kind of known for that historic restoration on a national level and that's why we're doing projects like the fulton county courthouse and uh, cathedrals in atlanta uh, birmingham alabama um those types of projects, uh, there's not a lot of people. Th- they're really. Uh- artistic almost sure. and that you know the craftspeople that do that work for us uh, it's something that is learned over a long period of time and we're very very fortunate to have great employees that know how to do that
2: and now you have that level up here but if somebody needs their roof down at home you're you're probably not going to just come out and do that <laughs>
4: well we're, we're not really into the shingles on the residential <laughs> market but we uh, you know there, there are a lot of large homes up on the lake that are doing some pretty specialty type projects with uh, zinc and copper and gotcha. different types of metal so we do get involved in some of those projects, Pr- primarily, we're a commercial contractor and and again, uh, you know giving back to this community and and supporting 150 families that we have working for us uh, is uh, really makes us proud.
2: Yeah, I've done some framing and some roofing, but I've never done any zinc before. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, a tough different now. to work with.
1: I've done none of the above, <laughs> just for the record. Ken, when you, you when you mention all those different projects around the country, do you actually get to get out and and kind of visit those locations? I
4: do. I'm typically involved on the front end of those, and uh, being a business development guy, it's you know you kind of get them, and then they move on to the operations side of our business, and they execute those and and uh i then get you know involved at the on the end of the job just to make sure everything went well and and hopefully kind of leapfrog those into future projects if they go well and uh it's, it's a it's a great job and a great company to work for
2: well, no, we appreciate right. everything you do for Mishawaka, and especially for our radio show. It helps make this show possible as well as Friday nights. It's not a problem. Absolutely,
4: we're, we're very proud and happy to be involved
2: with Mishawaka
4: Athletics and the foundation and everything else that Mishawaka is doing right now.
1: All right, sounds good. Ken, thanks again for coming out. Did you get some dinner over there? We're gonna get some. Gonna get some. All right. Good deal. Thank you <laughs> the, very much. Wor- rumor has it the uh, the big the burrito Monterey is is pretty good. Oh, that's I, the word on the street. That's what just about I, everybody goes. Dean with. ordered one, so maybe it's it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ken Sage, Vice President of Business Development from Midland Engineering. We'll take a timeout when we come back. Michael Surgeon, Strength and Conditioning Coordinator from Mishawaka High School, joins us next on Capeman Corner at ninety six WSBT, the Sports Leader. Main Corner continues on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader and at Monterey Mexican Grill, 507 East McKinley with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard, Sean Stiers. And we are joined right now by Mishawaka Strength and Conditioning Coordinator Michael Surgeon. Thanks for coming in tonight. Thank you for having me. Did you have the burrito over there as no, well? I changed it up today. I went with the fajitas. Pretty good, aren't they? Very good. I go fajitas every week and I'm not disappointed. So
2: surgeon was actually here last week just <laughs> I on know. his own and the show. He was, was scouting going it out last week. Hey. I love this place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good food. Uh, absolutely. Well, we are sitting here at the point of the year where. You know, football's winding down. We're going into basketball and everything. But I guess bigger picture, this is year two for you since coming in from the University of Tennessee and, yes, and taking over the program here at Mishawaka High School. So how are things maybe different in year two compared
5: to year one last year when you came in the door? Well, so, you know, as soon as we got here, we had the new weight room. We started out the first three months. We had a pretty much a makeshift weight room. in the gym which was absolutely awesome and the kids did a great job with it then we had the new room and it took about a year and we got everything in place and we got everything rolling right now now it's a very well-oiled machine
2: what have you found out about mishawaka maybe in the last year 15 months that you didn't know coming here and i know you were coming and you were like all right we're gonna do this but you had to get to know the kids you had to get to know the families but what have you found out about this school system that that maybe you appreciate
5: i mean it's a it's a family atmosphere and it's just it's it's a great tradition great culture and you have kids that care they're very passionate they work extremely hard and you go to all the sporting events you have fans you have families that are very passionate
2: yeah, Michael's very involved, not only with the high school, but building the middle school program as well. And just starting to get there because uh, Mr. Tom Irons, who donated the money for the iron strength and conditioning at right. the high school, brought in new equipment for the middle school. So we have that opportunity to start those kids a lot younger. Michael,
1: you as Dean said, you were here last week, and I talked to you just real quickly before we you know got started with the show last week. We had a couple girls basketball players in and and of course you knew who they were right away before they had gotten here. But you work with pretty much every sport. Yes. So so what 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 does kind of a typical week look like for you when you're working with all these multiple sports like this?
5: Uh, we start out. We have football. They go in the morning. They have what we call zero hour. They start at 6:50. They'll go Monday, Tuesday, and thir- Thursday in season. And once the season ends, they'll go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And then we'll have three blocks of classes. Then we'll have a little prep period, and then we'll have after-school weights, and we'll have different teams each day. Usually anyone will lift two to three days a week. So pretty much on a normal day, we have probably around seven lift groups.
1: Zero hour. That just took me back to my high school days. Zero-hour waits was was never fun for, for whatever reason. Hey, I tell you what, I love it. I'm a morning person. Are you? I'm a morning person. So you're so. up there at, at, like, what time every day?
5: Honestly, I'll usually get up around 4.30. I'll go in in the morning, but probably about 5.30 to lift myself. So this is yes. about bedtime for you right now, Pretty isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs>
2: Coach, talk about just your role, not only with strength and conditioning, but with the football team. And I know you have a special relationship with a lot of those players, but trying to take them to the next level – But where you came from and bringing those lessons as well, being part of the University of Tennessee is one thing, but to be part of the football program is another. To be the strength and conditioning coordinator for that Vols football team, you bring that credibility every time you walk into that room.
5: Yeah, I mean, pretty much what it's teaching them is just about being a total athlete, and I use that term a lot and what that is. It's just not in the weight room lifting weights. It's about taking care of your body. It's about just preparing every day, you know, getting your sleep, eating properly, hydrating, and just preparing for the next day. Well, there's some
2: of those things at the D1 level that you look at and say, you know what, those will translate to high school. Those translate in life. And, yeah, I'm working with a guy who's going to go to the NFL, but he did it this way so yeah. you can talk to this high school kid and say this is how you do it.
5: You know, and that was the biggest thing in, in, at the college level when we would get at new athletes, when they would come from high school, everything was about education. It was educating them on what to eat, when to eat, uh, about getting the rest about going to bed early about getting 8 to 9 hours sleep and that was the biggest thing the training took care of, took care of itself I was like as long as you come in and give great effort every day and be consistent we're going to get you better but it was those other factors about the recovery and just that prepping for the next day and you know teaching them on a college level and then coming here is how I look how I look at it is it's just preparing them at a younger age do you have to have a different level of patience,
1: expectation when you're working with the younger athletes as, as opposed to the older
5: ones at the college level? Well, the, the really the big difference is with the high school athlete is teach them the basics. A lot of them, this is their first time in the weight room. Mm-hmm. It's about, number one, we want to we make them confident. We want to have a great level of technique. That's our foundation. But we want them to get confident. We want them to keep wanting to come back that it's a very, it's a positive atmosphere, it's a positive environment, and they can see the progress. Like I tell everyone, when you first start out lifting weights, it's going to feel a little awkward, but it's taking time.
2: Sean, one of the things we wanted to do with our strength and conditioning room was to have windows and open it up so it was a more welcoming environment and to make sure that it was welcoming for all 19 sports and boys and girls. And when we first talked on the phone, I knew he was our guy because, first of all, he was talking about it with energy and passion, but then he started talking about his little girl (laughs) and his wife went to a local high school and he wanted to come back. How important has that been for you? To not only have your passion with strength and conditioning, but also to be able to balance that with family life, and not at the D one college level, but to be able to spend time with your family, and then to have your family at school.
5: Uh, I mean, that's number one thing for me. I mean, that's, I mean, they're everything to me. And I mean, now, I mean, this, you know, college was it was a great it was a great opportunity. It was a great twenty years, but the downfall was I never got to see my family, and now I, I get to see them so much more. And they're just part of everything. They come in the weight room probably two to three days a week. And, I mean, they're here with me tonight.
2: So i got to ask you, are you a little bit different now than maybe you were 20 years ago, 15 years ago? Because I I can imagine you got after it a little bit now.
5: Oh, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. I'm 40 now, but i still got a lot of energy. Now,
2: you're not mellow at all. I'm not not (laughs) saying he's a mellow guy because I hear you in the room across the room.
5: (laughs) But I'm definitely a lot smarter this time around.
2: There you go. How
5: different are the things you're
1: doing with a football guy compared to a basketball player or a tennis player or whoever it happens to be?
5: Well, just look at the needs of the sport. I mean, with football, we're doing a lot more Olympic lifting, maximal effort lifting for strength on the back squat on the bench press whereas with a tennis player they don't need that maximal effort but they still need to be strong they need to be noble and you look at the aspects of i really break it down into three groups what i call our group a these are our throwing and hitting sports our rotational sports so we do a lot of rotational power a lot of rotator cuff forearms then we have our running and jumping sports like our basketball like our volleyball so we're training the ankles we're training the knees those injury prevention, but we still want to get them strong at the squatting, at the single leg movements, right. upper body balance.
2: Last week we did a Mishawaka motivation, and you talked about fueling yourself, and you said if you're going to buy a sports car, talk about that. Just the philosophy that everybody is just like a sports car; it's very, very valuable, and
5: you've got to treat it right. Like I tell everybody, they're a high performance engine, and first thing I ask any athlete is, if you're going to buy an automobile, what kind? Everybody wants to buy the best. I'm like, if you're going to buy the best. You gotta properly take care of it and you properly gotta fuel it. And I was like, You're the same thing, you're a high performance engine. For you to run at your peak performance, you have to fuel it. You gotta eat you gotta eat healthy, you gotta eat consistently, you gotta hydrate, you gotta get your rest. I mean, and that's how you're gonna perform at that high level. So
2: before besides the Monterey burrito, (laughs) what would what would an ideal breakfast and lunch be before in, in you're not saying just have one meal at the end of the day that's the perfect meal, but have small meals during the day or three meals, four
5: meals? Yeah, like I t- with, our, with our athletes here, eat breakfast, get up, eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner, get a snack in between breakfast and lunch, get a snack in between um, lunch and dinner, get something before you go to practice. And then make sure you're hydrating. Get a late night. Get a late night snack in. For athletes trying to gain weight, it's just increasing the calories at every meal. For our athletes trying to lose weight, it's just cutting back on the calories. Still eating consistently, not starving yourself, but eating frequently every three to four hours.
1: Michael Sercian, the strength and conditioning coordinator from Mishawaka High School, year two for Michael at uh, Mishawaka High School. Dean. We're going to have to wrap things up. Any final thoughts before we go?
2: No, we appreciate everything you do, and especially the confidence you bring the kids on the sideline and taking it to the next level. After a year, I can see the difference across the board of what our athletes are doing with Coach Surgeon and Coach Chase, and I can't wait to see that two, three, four years down the road.
5: Right. I mean, the kids do an unbelievable effort. I mean, unbelievable job. They give great effort every day, so it's, I give them all the credit. They come in every day come in with great energy in the morning and every athlete across the board all right michael thanks again for coming in tonight glad you enjoyed the fajitas
1: thank you i highly recommend as i said and thanks to our other guest, ethan fowler and Ken Sage as well. Dean?
2: One final note, 7 o'clock kickoff Friday night, season passes will not be allowed. It's an IHSAA That's event, right. so $6, pay it at the gate and come on in. We want to pack that place. That's
1: right. And again, from a broadcast standpoint, we've got Notre Dame men's basketball tipping off at the same time, and then we've got hockey over on Z94.3, so those will be on air. You can find the game at WSBTradio.com and at the Mishawaka Network YouTube channel. Find the Great video product that they put out there every you week. Go. Thank you, Sean. All right, sounds good. Uh, we will talk to you next week back here at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, in Corner at 96.1, WSBT, the sports leader.